Welcome to the Diversity in Action podcast, presented by the BLX Internship Program. Join us as our hosts, Luis Rosa and Sean Tidlaska, interview guests from across the financial planning field to highlight the real change that's happening in our industry. If you are tired of just talking about diversity and want to learn what others are doing to make the demographics of our profession more closely match the population of this country, this podcast is for you. This episode is sponsored by Advisor Business Solutions, specializing in providing HR, recruitment, and succession planning solutions for independent financial services firms throughout the U.S. Their team focuses on guiding financial practices, primarily looking to hire C-suite executives, licensed support staff, and interns, while building a diverse team. ABS is passionate about advising financial practice owners on shifting cultural hiring dynamics with retention in mind, and coaching women in career transition and people of color seeking opportunities to access next level industry jobs. For more information and to connect with the team at Advisor Business Solutions, please visit advisorbusinesssolutions.com. Welcome back to Diversity in Action podcast. This is the final episode of season two, and we're going out with a bang. We have a very special guest, someone that has made our vision at BLX happen behind the scenes. So we want to introduce you to him, get to know him, get to know exactly what he does and making the magic happen behind the scenes. His name is Guy Lawrence. When I have Sean introduce him, take it away, Sean. All right. Thanks, Luis. Yeah, I'm honored to introduce Guy Lawrence. This is our 10th episode of the season, our capstone episode. A little bit about Guy. He went to Cal State Long Beach where he got his degree in political science and government. He's had a variety of roles in training and human resources, and he currently serves as the senior operations manager at Advisor Business Solutions. Welcome to the show, Guy. Oh, thank you both. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, great. Just to kick things off, why don't you tell us a little bit about your career path, your career arc, and how you got to where you are today? It'd be my pleasure. So as you mentioned, I did go to Cal State Long Beach with a degree in political science. I wanted to be a lawyer. It's where all my passions were. I was actually shadowing some judges and really getting in the thick of things when I realized that wasn't quite my career path and I needed to pivot. And as I was pivoting, I was working a few different jobs. And what ultimately stuck for me was the operations, human resources side of one of the businesses I was working at. It was a wholesale insurance brokerage. And that really solidified for me that I wanted to stay in HR and operations. I just wanted to further see what I could do or how far I could go and test out different branches. And at Advisor Business Solutions, I've actually really been able to do that here as the senior operations manager. I have the luxury of meeting different people every day, interviewing people. It's been fantastic and I really enjoy what I do. Yeah, tell us a little bit about Advisor Business Solutions. And uh, I don't know if everyone realizes this, but Advisor Business Solutions is the firm that we partner with to do all the interviewing of our candidates that are applying for the program and also the firms. And they, they kind of run this matchmaking program. This is just one part of what they do. So why don't you just tell us a little bit about the organization itself and what you do for other companies? Sure. So Advisor Business Solutions is based in Long Beach, California. They were established, or we were established in 2001, and we specialize in wealth management consulting. We do HR and staffing solutions, practice management, so coaching advisors on how to grow their practice, make it more efficient, improve marketing strategies, and succession planning, where we assist RIAs that are looking to sell their business or bring on a new partner or do any type of merger. 
In addition to that, we look for other opportunities that we can make an impact in areas that specifically align with a lot of our visions and our culture and working side by side with BLX is right where I want to be. When I was approached with the idea of being able to work with BLX and assist with the matchmaking process, that I stood right up and said, I'd love to do that. Yeah, we're immensely grateful for that. So, you know, we basically are going into our next cohort soon. Our applications are open until the end of the year. So we're super excited about that, uh, to have more firms and interns apply this year again. Can you tell us what it looks like behind the scenes? So let's say, you know, people go to the blxinternship.org website, whether it's a firm or an intern, and they click apply here, right? And they enter all their information. And then at that point, you receive that information. Can you tell us what that looks like behind the scenes? Absolutely. So I'm going to separate this into the firm process and the intern process. Perfect. So if you are a firm, you're either a new firm or a returning firm. Once you submit your application to us, it's entered into our system and we will set up a call. We'll reach out to you and say, hey, let's put something on the calendar at your convenience and let's talk. If you're a returning firm, I would like to hear about if there's been any changes that are taking place at your firm, if there's anything new going on that you want me to be mindful of as you're about to participate for the upcoming year. If you're a new firm, I'm going to sit down with you and just talk to you about what the BLX program is, how it got started, what the core goals of the program are, and really what we're trying to establish here in terms of the impact that we're going to have on the financial planning field. And after that, I really want to hear from you. What is your firm like? What's your culture? Why are you interested in this program? What are you hoping to get out of it? What are you looking for in an intern? How many interns? Do you want a virtual intern or do you want an in-person internship? Why? I just want to get to know you as best I can so that when I'm looking to match you up down the line with an intern, I know exactly what you're looking for. On the intern side of things, what I'm looking for or what we do is we open up the application process. We get hundreds of people applying to be matched up with the firm. So what we need to do is we need to screen them first to make sure that they are eligible for the program. For those who are curious, the program is eligible for college juniors all the way up to career changers. So if you're a college junior, college senior, and that includes uh, rising juniors, by the way, college junior, college senior, recent grad, grad student, or someone who's currently in a profession and you're looking to change your careers, uh, the program is open to you. So I make sure that they're eligible for the program. After they've met the program's eligibility, what we do is we set up a meeting with each individual intern. We want to talk to them to see where they're at in their life, why they're interested in this program, and we want to test their competencies a bit to see where, what type of support they may need, if any, to get from where they are now to being eligible for an internship. And to elaborate on that a bit, there's a decent amount of people that apply for the program that are on the younger side who just have not had the assistance with someone that would sit down with them and say, let me teach you how to interview. Let me go through some of the most basic interview practices with you, best practices to make sure you feel ready for this. This could be anything from if you're doing a virtual interview, make sure that there's nothing distracting behind you, set up straight, dress professionally. The vernacular you want to use is going to be professional. You want to make sure that you are presenting yourself as someone who could fit perfectly into the culture of any firm that you are going to be interviewing with. And if they are not at the point where we feel like they'd be ready to provide coaching to them, 
So if they're not ready yet, we'll say, let's set up a coaching call and we're going to start practicing some basic interview questions. And I'm going to provide you some critique. And after we do that, we'll set up a second coaching call to review their progress, to see how things have gone and to be able to further assess as to whether or not they need additional support or they're ready to go off and meet a firm. So after we've gone through the interview process to assess whether an intern is ready to meet with a firm, well, I'm sorry, I got to have myself a bit there. Uh, one other thing we do with those interns is we want to understand what they're looking for. We want to know, are you looking to get into financial planning? Are you looking to get into more of the investing side? What brought you to this internship and why is this interesting to you? That's really important because a lot of the firms that are looking to work with BLX, they, have, they fall into one of two buckets. Are you a firm that's looking for an intern that knows for sure they want financial planning to be their future? Or are you looking for an intern that is curious but isn't quite sure yet and someone who would really like to test the waters to find out what future they may have in the financial planning field? So being able to have the interns speak to that and to really be able to understand ideally where they want to go helps us to match them with firms a lot better in the future. So the interview process is integral to the matchmaking as we find out what you're looking for, who you are, why you're looking for an internship in the financial planning field. And after we've gone through the interview phase with the interns, we start the matchmaking process. And during that matchmaking process, I've now got a list of firms that have applied to be with the program who have explained to me what they're looking for, who'd be a cultural fit, whether they want someone who's curious, whether they want someone who's serious, in-person, virtual, we've gone through that. And I've got a list of interns now who are ready to meet with firms, ready to interview, who are energized, excited, and just ready to meet with, with the potential interviewers. So we start the matchmaking process where I will start sending a few different interns out that are the most closely associated with what the firms are looking for to the firms so that they can review a short summary about them to say whether or not the firm would like to move forward with an interview with one, two, three, four of the people that were sent to them. As that process begins, we work with the interns to make sure that they feel ready and prepared. So we will provide them information on the firm to make sure that they have the assistance needed to do their research. They've got the firm's website. They've got a lot of common phrases and questions that get asked in interviews to help prep them to make sure that they are doing just the extra legwork at the end of the matchmaking process to really set themselves apart. If there's anything in particular that the firm really stresses that interest them, for example, let's say the firm's a B Corp and they say, we want this, whoever's coming to work with us to be familiar with what a B Corp is, we make sure to provide them the resources to help themselves. We're not going to spell it out for them, but we will give them the assistance to get to where they need to get to. So as long as they're motivated, we will help them reach that goal line. And that's just a little bit about what happens in the back end. Yeah, that's amazing. You know, I love the intent behind the process because it's not like an intern applies to be placed at a specific firm. They apply to the internship program. And as a result, because of the work that you do behind the scenes, by the time a firm gets these available candidates, there's been a lot of thought put into it. And it's been based on the conversations that you originally had with the firm. So that way, when they do get these matches, it's a really well thought out match. Like, hey, this person fits the criteria of what you said you were looking for in the beginning, right? And I think another key distinction that you mentioned, which is really 
helpful is knowing where the intern applicant is in their career path. Some people are just curious about the industry and some people are already like, oh yeah, I've already done my financial planning program at school and or some people are already enrolled in a CFP program or something. And that's very important because a lot of the times, you know, when we started out to get this program launched, you know, we thought that people were just going to want to do this because they wanted to help, like, because that was our intent to like, hey, let's just expose more people to the industry. But it turns out that a lot of people actually want to hire, <laughs> right? So this is a key distinction because maybe there's an advisor out there that maybe they don't want to hire, but they want to help by just bringing on an intern, exposing them to the industry. So somebody that's curious about the industry might be a better fit for them, right? But then there's also firms that are looking to actually bring on someone that they can kind of test drive in a way, right? To decide later if it makes sense to make an offer to them beyond the internship program to, to actually work at the firm, you know? So I just love that whole process of it. It was a good thing for us to see how many people were using the internship program as a precursor to perhaps hiring that individual. You know, I remember JD Bruce, shout out to JD. He's a great supporter of ours. When he was at Abacus at the time, he gave us, to me, like one of the greatest compliments. He said, this is a really great internship program that just happens to have a diverse focus on it, you know? And to me, that, that made me feel real good, you know, because we put a lot of work into this. So to have someone say that kind of feedback for me was amazing, you know? Absolutely. The people that I've personally met, both on the firm side and the interns, have all been so expressive with their gratitude and their just being impressed, like you said, with the program, the amount of work that goes into it, the amount of interns that they've met that surprise them by their tenacity to come in and say, I've got the work done. I'm ready for more. If you don't have something on the table for me, I can figure something out to do. It's been incredible. About how many intern candidates do the firms receive per position? Because I know it's not just like one-to-one. -one. You give a few options for them to consider? That's correct. So what we do is when there is a firm that's looking to bring on one intern, we'll try to send them three to four interns based off of the criteria that they're looking for. If the firm is looking to bring on two or three interns, we'll try to match that size based off of the number of interns that they're looking for. So let's say, for example, you are looking for one intern, three to four, two interns will be six to seven, three interns, nine to 10. In that initial outreach email that we send that contains the list of interns to review. And if none of those interns happen to be a match for whatever reason, we'll send them more interns to review. We just then start with those that we think are the closest match. Yeah, and I know sometimes you send interns out to multiple firms. So it kind of creates a little bit of a, we think, healthy competition that if there's a candidate that you're really interested in like, it makes sense to kind of move forward quickly. And then from the intern side of things, you know, you're competing against other interns. So you want to put your best foot forward and really demonstrate your capabilities. So I think that that's a good way you've set things up. Yeah, that's a great point. Oh, I was just going to agree with Sean there. We definitely want to make sure that the people who are ready and willing are moving quickly, but we also want to make sure that it's just the best match. So you could be a best match for firm A because they're looking for someone who wants to do sustainable investing only, but firm B also is looking for someone who 
wants to sit down and watch monster movies on the side, who really enjoys just laughing and eating lunch with coworkers and always wants to be there. And those are things that you mentioned to me that are important for the culture of your firm. So that's one of the reasons why we may send an intern to more than one firm at the same time, because there's different reasons why that particular intern would be a good match for those firms. And could you talk a little bit about the timing of, you know, we're right in the middle of applications, they go through the end of the year. What does the matchmaking process look like and when can they expect to kind of get their candidates? And then also like, when does the internship typically start? Sure. That's a great question. So the matchmaking starts in January and typically it depends on the speed of the firm. Each firm is different and I want to make sure I'm being respectful of the different firms and where they are in their own lives, as there are some firms who are enterprise firms, they've got over 20 employees, they've got internship teams that they roll out every summer, and they've got a process. They know when they're reaching out, why, and whatnot, and they may be moving quicker than some of the smaller solo advisor firms who are doing this for the first time, who are trying to learn the ropes and figure out how to bring on an intern while at the same time managing their book of business. So sometimes it just depends on the speed of the firm. Everyone's going to get access to interns at the same time, but the firms may just move at slightly different paces than the others for one reason or another. But ideally, the interns will all be sent out in January. The firms review the candidates and start requesting to interview with them. After they've interviewed, usually they go through one to two rounds of interviews with the initial person. It may be someone in the HR team. It may be an advisor if they're smaller. It just depends on the firm size. And after those one or two interviews, they'll get an offer. And this internship is set up as a summer internship. So the majority of these internships are going to take place between the months of May, June, July, and August. There's a good number of them that go on beyond that to become a part-time or full-time job, depending on what that particular firm is looking to do in the moment. But you can usually expect to start your internship sometime in the summer between May to August. Yeah. And also depending on the firm, like to give an example in my firm, we do tax preparation. And one of my interns that I was matched with happened to have a tax background because I mentioned that right during my interview. And uh, you guys did an amazing job. You got me someone who had already passed the CFP exam and worked uh, tax preparation offices before and was already like studying for her enrolled agent. So it was amazing. She's actually come back twice already during tax season. So she actually became my tax season intern instead of summer because she's a career changer and didn't need to wait to the summer for her internship to start. So that kind of worked out for both of us. You know, so there is some flexibility there, especially if you're working with a career changer. But for the most part, yeah, we shoot to start it sometime between May and August, right? And mostly during the summer. And Guy, I wanted to ask you, going back to once you've identified some potential matches for a firm that you send them out, right? Like let's say three to four per open position that they're looking for. What does the firm actually receive? Like a resume, a little snippet from you guys? What do they get? Oh, that's a really good question. So the firms do receive the resume that's been provided by the intern, which we read ahead of time, and we will make any recommendations to resume improvements if there's anything we see that may need to be updated. But they receive the uh, intern's resume, and they receive a bio that's roughly at the size of a paragraph about the intern. This bio is going to include their contact information, where they are in their career, a little bit about them in terms of what their hobbies are, what their interests are in financial planning 
and any type of skills or assessments that they may possess that may be particularly interesting to that firm. So if that intern has experience with e-money, if they've done an internship before at a financial planning firm, if they happen to like watching those monster movies that I mentioned before, we want to be as encompassing as possible to give you a quick snapshot of who this person is and why they'd be interesting to you. Awesome. And also, can you share some of the career development webinars that you put together during the fall, like as leading up to application opening and then all the way up through the end? Normally, like we pre-record those, so we do them live and then we'll leave them up on the website. But just if you can share a little bit about those as well. Absolutely. So the intention with the webinars is to provide that help with prepping a resume and prepping for an interview ahead of time. These uh, webinars provide the people interested in participating with the ability to ask questions, to watch from beginning to end to see the basics of putting yourself together professionally and being able to present yourself professionally to firms that are interested in interviewing. We go through some of the basics for how to put a resume together, things like make sure your font makes sense, make sure you've got a nice template, make sure that when you are listing your job responsibilities, they are relevant to the position that you're applying for. Make sure you know how to sell yourself. Don't undersell your abilities. The language that you use in your resume matters. We make sure the language is professional. All little things that some people may take for granted, which are, may seem very obvious to others, but we want to make sure that everyone's on the same page in terms of this is how you put your resume together in a professional setting. And to just add a side note to this, I do a lot of HR work. I see resumes every single day. And this type of assistance, I think, is beneficial not only for the interns applying, but <laughs> a lot of people out there in the professional world as well. There's no shortage of people who could use assistance with putting their resumes together. And the other webinar is structured around how to prepare for an interview. And in the modern day, interviews can be both in person and a lot of them are virtual as well. So making sure that if you are going to be performing an, or conducting an interview or participating in an interview, you are prepared for that. Are you dressed professionally? If you're virtual, what's behind you? Nothing distracting. You can put up a virtual background. You can have a blank wall. Just you don't want the attention you know, drawn away from you. You want it focused on you. When you're speaking, are you speaking too fast? Are you speaking too low, slow? Are you nervous? How do you conduct yourself so that you feel or you're presenting yourself as someone who is confident and interested in the position? Have you done your research on the firms? Have you shown them that you want the position versus you're just applying for any old job? Things that can really make the candidate stand out are what we want to focus on during that particular webinar. Yeah, I love it. And I also love the fact that you have resources that we put together for the firms as well. You know, so some of the past webinars, like we've had J.D. Bruce and Suzanne Lawrence, you know, so I'm going to just read off some of the titles that people get an idea, you know, scaling your internship program with diverse talent for large firms. We had interview tips, right? So how to prepare your best interview. We had a firm info session and an intern info session. Also, how to write an unforgettable resume planning your diverse internship program, right? So we keep repeating these, but updating them every year. You can go to blxindustry.org, just click on the events tab, and you'll see a list of the past uh, ones that already went, and you can actually watch the recording, and you can see the ones coming up as well and sign up for them. So pretty robust. And then we continue that educational format into the following year before the Internship starts. We have like DEI training for the firms as well. We have a very nice team that comes together and does something very interactive with the firms. And then even during the internship, we actually have a speaker series 
where we have industry leaders just come and speak to the interns. Everyone's invited, like the firms and their employees, then come and join us and just basically learn from others in the industry that, and they share their trajectories, career path, and then they have a Q&A at the end as well. You know, so we try to maintain uh, pretty much, it is a year-round program, even though the internship component of it is during the summer, but we found that providing that continued support throughout the year and through people's careers, just staying in touch. For example, we have office hours, right? So one of the co-founders has the office hours. You can go to blxinstitute.org as well and check out the office hours. We open ourselves up just for, hey, you guys can register, just come and ask us anything, right? So we want to be here for anyone that's interested in entering the profession or is already in it and they just have questions about career path and so on. You know, we're available here. And then for those that, because I wanted to ask you guys as well, we have in the past received a lot more intern candidates than we had firms, right? So unfortunately, not everyone got placed. So we started adding an educational component to the program as well. The, this past summer, we did the securities industry examination training, the SIEs. It was very successful. A lot of demand for that. You know, everyone attended like every session, took their exams and everything very seriously. And we provide opportunities for the externship with Hannah Moore and also scholarships eventually to then take the CFP exam and the coursework, you know, so we want to make sure that we support people in every way we can, whether or not they were matched, you know, with the firm ultimately, you know, so let us know roughly like what you've seen in the past in terms of the volume of interns that we get versus the amount of firms and what your experience has been with that. I know you probably get a lot of feedback too from, you know, I know we do like people send me messages all the time, <laughs> you know, just how grateful they were to get the opportunity. And I'm sure since you're speaking to every single candidate and firm, you get a lot of feedback on your end as well. Absolutely. So uh, I'm actually glad you brought this up because it's an important thing to be mindful of. The interest in the BLX program seems to be growing year over year with the intern applicants that this is resonating with. We had just about 200 people apply last year, which is a lot of interviews that we had to go through. But you know, these are people who are interested. This internship is either interesting enough for them to want to learn more, or this is how they plan on making sure that they're moving forward in their career path. And that's great. It's speaking to people. Every year, we're doing an outreach. Or we've got an outreach program where we're reaching out to more universities to get in contact with more schools, to get in contact with more organizations that can help us to get the word out further. And we're seeing a lot of results from that. On the firm side, what ends up happening is we've got firms now that are looking at an overabundance of interns and having to, you know, select one if they're looking to bring on one intern. And that's fantastic for that intern that gets selected. But we still have a higher volume of interns coming in than we have firms that are participating. So by the nature of that beast, we're going to have some people who just aren't able to get placed. So it's been a tremendous pleasure and opportunity to be able to work with the firms and to really curate what they're looking for. We've been able to get quite specific in terms of making sure that the people that are uh, meeting them and matching up with them really complement their teams and their team structures. We've gotten so many positive compliments. Uh, I've gotten compliments, the team, the co-founders, people have been so grateful and happy. And it, it's been life-changing for me personally, just to be able to participate in a program like this. But I would definitely say that being able to get more firms interested in meeting some of these incredibly talented, diverse interns and giving them an opportunity to really show them what they can do would be beneficial for the firm in their long-term health and the creativity of their internship programs. And it's just really 
fun, if I'm being honest. It's really fun to be able to sit down with someone who's looking to get into the industry and provide them the guidance and the support necessary to say, and wow, you would actually be a great member to my team. We've seen people that get hired on afterwards and I still stay in contact with some of them and they're great people. They're having a lot of fun. We've got firms that if things changed in their own planning process from when they initially applied to be in the program to when the matchmaking started and they said, you know, the budget got really tight. We're not able to actually bring on an intern this year, but I love this program. I love everything you're doing. I would like to, you know, try again next year. Fingers crossed things will shift around a bit, but I respect and want to be a part of what you were doing. So the message is resonating with a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. And it's funny, like you advise business solutions also to go and be a Lex intern as well, right? That's right. We actually hired one. He works with me every single day. He's amazing. His name is Alejandro and I couldn't ask for a better teammate. The people, uh, this is actually something I'm glad you brought up because a lot of the people who are applying for financial planning industry internships are people who are articulate, they're detail-oriented, they're really hard workers. We were able to scoop him up for an internship and we knew right away he's going to be one of us. You know, we want to make sure we are nurturing him because he brings so much value to our team every single day. I consider myself lucky he's here. And if you start looking at some of the feedback that other firms that have participated in the program that have hired people on, you're going to start to notice patterns. They really love the people that they meet. You know, these are candidates that we probably would not have met had we gone through traditional hiring methods for uh, filling uh entry-level positions. And that's one of the beautiful things about this. You're creating a more diverse workplace. You're bringing in diverse talent. I, I'm underselling how amazing Alejandro is when I'm talking about him right now, but the value that he's brought to our team is just off the charts. So it's really great stuff. I wanted to go back to the development that we were talking about earlier. Um, that mentorship, guidance, preparation for interviews is so valuable. And we don't really get that. You kind of learn it informally or by trial and error, but you guys actually do help candidates prepare for their interviews. Do you remember about how many you guys did this last year, these one-on-one -on -one sessions with the candidates? I feel like it was over like 70 or, or something like that. In total, it was probably close to around 80, but it was probably around 40 to 50 people individually, but we meet with them more than once, sometimes more than twice as well, depending on what their specific needs are. But we agree that mentorship can ultimately be what makes or breaks anyone's participation in any career. We've had some people that participated with us this year that let us know that the financial planning field is something that really interested them and they've interned elsewhere before and their experience was so negative that they were ready to completely change careers, but they wanted to give it another shot. And sitting down, just going through the coaching, the reassuring, just letting people know you can do this. There's nothing about you that would prevent you from being able to be just as successful as anyone else. Let's work on some of the basics and we'll start with the basics and work our way to getting to where we need to be for you to feel good. And just that reaffirming that belief, the practice, the attitude that you can do this. And if I'm willing, the open-mindedness to say, let me hear what you have to say. I will make the adjustments. I will set up straight. I will look in the mirror and I will practice answering these questions. I will gain confidence looking at myself and, and just looking composed. The smallest things can make the biggest difference. And then of course, teaching them the follow-up to that, making sure that they do their research. That I cannot stress enough how important it is that anyone who goes on an internship does as much research as possible. What firm are you going for? What is the firm known for? Who are the people that work there? What do they specialize in? What's their culture like? <laughs> 
the more that they can pick up ahead of time, the better off they'll do in the interview and making sure that they know this. A good chunk of the people that I interview just didn't know that that was something that they should be doing beforehand. And they're always so grateful afterwards. And it's a skill that'll last them a lifetime, much, much further beyond where they are now. And then I had a question from the firm perspective. We mentioned JD a few times. He gave me some feedback on their program at Abacus. They've hired five BLX interns for the last couple of summers. And he was saying he thinks that using the internship program is the best way to test out people that you want to hire because you get to, it's like an audition for the whole summer. And he was recommending for each position that you want to hire two interns. What do you think about that? You kind of can like kind of see who maybe does better, performs better during the summer, gets to see his better culture fit. I don't know. What do you think about that? I think that's really smart. I think that bringing on two interns would absolutely give you the ability to not only see which intern performs more to what your particular standards are, but it also gives you the opportunity to evaluate what it is you really want from an intern. Oftentimes, when you are going through the interview process and you hire someone, you're now starting the relationship with that person. And maybe you thought you wanted someone who was going to be particularly invested in investment management. But as time went on, for one reason or another, the firm decided they actually had an open position in financial planning. And you said, I need to make a pivot. And this intern B is actually really well suited for financial planning. And intern A is more on the investing side. And we're actually going to be winding things down there. It's just an example. But bringing on two absolutely gives you the ability to evaluate more so what your values are, what you're looking for in an intern, and it makes it easier to make a decision. And actually, I have a question for Luis. Suzanne, she is the CEO of Advisor Business Solutions. And how did you meet her? And what was the relationship there? I don't think I ever asked you. Oh, yeah. So I was in New York at the time, and I was looking to move to the West Coast. So I started just looking for work. And I found just in, on LinkedIn, Suzanne had posted a job for, <laughs> it wasn't even an RIA, it was something in financial services. It might've been for like E-Trade or something. I forgot what it was, but I reached out to her and I was just like, Hey, like I'm interested in learning more about this role, you know? So then she invited me to just like hop on a Zoom or, or call at the time. And we talked about, I wasn't a good fit for the role at all, actually. But then she actually got me a job at another RIA in Pasadena. And that was my first step in leaving my old firm. And I was able to like transition my clients to that Pasadena firm. And then she actually assisted me in part of what ABS does, right? So it was kind of like, okay, well, now you have these clients. What's the communication going to look like to let them know that you're transitioning from this place to the new one? You know, so she helped me like draft letters. Just communication in general, emails, what the process should look like in terms of how to, you know, time my repapering of the accounts to the new custodian. I mean, everything was very thorough, you know, so we just kept that relationship for and she would just call me, which is one of the things I love about her. Every once in a while, I just get a call from Suzanne. Hey, I just want to see how you're doing. That's it. Like straight up. How are you? <laughs> Great. Yeah, we would talk for like an hour. You know, she probably regrets calling because like, damn, I'm stuck with Louis for an hour. You know, she just calls me from time to time. Right. And then when we formed BLX, I just immediately thought of her. I was like, oh, yeah, she's helped me a ton in my own career. I'm like, she would definitely be a great fit for the program. Little did I know that she would like volunteer herself and like a team of six at the time 
because I didn't even think about a whole matching process, right? We were just thinking like, hey, let's just take applications and share the resumes with other advisors, right? But slowly but surely, she ended up creating this whole machine behind the scenes, right? That's how we stayed in touch, you know, just from LinkedIn, me applying to a job that I was not a good fit for. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, we're heading into our fourth year. And, and yeah, that first year, I remember she voluntold some people on her team that they'd be helping with us. Uh, many people, I think, like you guys, uh, raised their hand pretty quickly because right? it's a, such a great cause. And yeah, we've been partnering ever since. Yeah, it's been amazing. I'm super excited about it. Year four, I can't even believe it, right? It just what it's grown to, all the partnerships that we've developed, you know, with companies like Schwab and eMoney and all our other sponsors, you know, it's just been great. And I think we're just going to continue to expand with the goal in mind of continuing to support individuals, not only get their first job, their foot in the door, but then support them so that they can stay in the business too. Because we find that a lot of people that do get that exposure sometimes end up leaving because of a bad experience, like you mentioned, Guy. You know, maybe it was just not a good fit or they just came in from the wrong side of things, right? Like they might've been put in a sales role where they weren't a good fit for that and so on. Uh, I think mentorship is a great thing to be able to offer people. I think a lot of people are hungry for that. And, and it shows too, you know, when people show up to our office hours, and also to the webinars that we do, you know, just by the types of questions that we get, people want to continue to have that support. So I'm glad that you're part of the team, Guy. Thank you so much for everything that you do. I wanted to ask you maybe one or two more questions off the cuff, since it's, you know, we, we're all financial planners that created this program. So it's a little bit of a money component to it. I wanted to ask you, is there anything that you'd like to share that you've learned throughout your life? It could be your favorite personal finance tip. It could be your favorite financial book that you've read, any piece of advice, your best financial planning piece of advice that you've ever received from anyone? It could be very simple, but anything you can think of related to that, a personal finance tip, concept, book, or piece of financial advice you've ever received? Sure. Off the cuff, the best piece of financial advice I've gotten is if your company offers a 401k, you should invest in it. If it doesn't, there are financial planning advisors out there that are always willing to speak to you. You've just got to make sure you find the right one. It is not a waste of time. You will not regret it. And having someone to help you shape your finances is, there's no shame in shaping your finances. It's a very complicated world. It's not naturally intuitive for people who don't understand finances. So speaking to someone who knows what they're doing, you'll at least walk away from that more informed at the least. It's never a waste of time. Love it. Thank you. And over the last few years, three years, we've placed uh, close to 100 interns with uh, financial planning opportunities. But they're still, you know, making progress, but it's slow. Like these issues weren't created in a day or a year. It's going to take a while to kind of move things forward. But if we looked out maybe three years from now, just to kind of give some sense of hope, what would you or how would you define success for progress maybe three years from now from where we're at? Where would you like to be and like to see? That's a really good question. One of the conversations I had with one of the firms that participated this year was things went great. We had a great time. We want to double the amount of interns that we bring on next year. I would like to see, ideally, a lot more of that. A lot more of firms that are saying, we see the value that you bring. We want to double our investments, triple our investments. We want to see just how far we can take this. I, in my perfect world, I would like to have all these people that are applying, you know, get matched up. But as the volume of people that applies increases, we'll need the firm side to increase to make sure that these people can get placed. So for me, what I see as a success a few years from now is more firms applying, more firms that are saying, we want to support what you're doing in any way possible. 
so that we can make sure that we are having the impact on the financial planning field that the BLX program was set out to do. And if we can get an intern at every single firm that really val or associates well with the culture, so we hear year over year, this is the person that made me feel really good about internship programs. This was my first intern and I loved it. These interns that came in are so good. I can't decide who I want to hire. These are the things that we want to keep hearing. So if I keep hearing these things over and over, year over year in greater volumes, for me, that's a success. That's the mission of the BLX program. And that's exactly what I would like to happen. Amen to that. Sean, I have a question for you now. I wanted you to share more about the expansion of the program going into this next year's cohort. You know, and there's still time to apply, by the way, through the end of the year. Yeah. So every year, Luis, Chloe, and I, we get together for a strategic planning meeting and talk about our roadmap and changes. And this year, we decided to expand it beyond just fee-only firms. There's a lot of great firms that do financial planning that are hybrid or fee-based firms. And we wanted to provide more opportunities to our candidates to place more people in our industry. So we're opening it up. We are going to screen everyone to make sure that they have a financial planning focus at their firm. And another change that we made was we are increasing the minimum compensation for all the interns to at least $20 an hour. Hopefully our firms can pay more, but like that's the minimum $20 an hour, 20 hours a week. Those were some of the big things that came out of our recent retreat. Yeah, super excited. Absolutely. So we're looking to continue to expand our program. So if you are a firm owner that if you're not fee only, I know a lot of people had asked in the past, now you can apply, right? So go to blxintership.org. And also, if you are either a custodian or a fintech firm, we don't discriminate. You know, we would love to hear about a custodian taking on interns, you know, just like Advisor Business Solutions did, right? So <laughs> reach out to us as well. We'd love to hear from you. So thank you, everyone. This is a great way for us to wrap up our season. We look forward to season three and just telling you how all of Guy's predictions came true and we have so many more interns placed. <laughs> so yeah, that's just it. Thank you so much, Guy, for coming on. We really appreciate everything you do for us. Just wanted to take this opportunity to have you on and thank you as well for being here. It's my pleasure and it's a pleasure to work with you all. Thank you so much, Guy. Thank you for listening to the Diversity in Action podcast. To learn more about the BLX internship program and sign up for our newsletter, please visit our website at blxinternship.org.